0: One day, if there's a listener out there who needs someone to fill in, you're going to have to supply absolutely everything to me, but I'll play a game.
1: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back around 13 in the cars. The J-Dog, the Pep-Dog, we're back. Lace out, love them footy. We're sounding pretty sexy today, my friend. How are you, Jamie Wallace?
0: I am wonderful. How are you going, Christopher?
1: Mate, I am sounding sexy. We've got some new equipment. Oh, It's a great day to be on the podcast. Football's going off. Lots to talk about. Ben Stratton, security guards. We've got people going to Chicago for concussion issues. We've got some betting scandals. A president's in the fry pan. It's all happening. Footy Tips is going nuts, mate. Let's get this ball started. Let's get this game started. More importantly, how are you going after uh, the second bye weekend of football?
0: This week felt a bit skinny, didn't it? Feel a bit skinny to you? There wasn't much football going on. There
1: yeah, wasn't much. wasn't much football, but it, must you admit that uh, sometimes quantity uh, does get beaten by quality? Because there was some quality football played on the weekend. I must admit,
0: there was. There was. All right. So, where do you want to kick this off with? Peps? Oh,
1: let, let's start it off with. Um, oh. Let's probably go with something that's a bit of a... I don't know if you heard about this one, but good old Ben Stratton. Good old Ben Stratton and the old Pinchy Pinchy.
0: Oh, this story? No, I haven't heard anything about it. You this. haven't heard him? Tell, tell, tell me about it. Well, you know when you were
1: kids and you were growing up and you used to have uh, you know, pinch and a punch for the first of the month? Yeah. Um, he went... Uh, ben Stratton decided to go uh, pinch and a punch for the first Deja. Um, I'm going to pinch the crap out of uh, Arazio Fantasia. <laughs> and um, decided to leave plenty of little purple marks on the back of his arm.
0: Yeah.
1: And decided to stomp someone. And I don't know, maybe he was crossing the line again. Maybe it was the whole cross the white line business. But good old fella's giving himself two weeks, which I think is a bit, a bit thin. Really, a bit thin.
0: Okay. Two weeks. Why thin?
1: Why oh, thin? I, what he did was piss week. And, and yeah, the thing is, I think Matthew Lloyd said it perfectly. He said it simply along the lines of, Arazio uh, Fantasia couldn't retaliate mm. because if he'd clocked him straight between the eyes he would have been given three weeks. Yeah, a lot of the good old days, you, you, you pinch someone like that, mate, you're going to cop uh, five knuckles between, right on the point of your schnoz. Next minute you'll be staring at the lights while you're getting taken to a little flashing white vehicle with the flashing lights to take you to hospital. But they can't do that anymore. So good old yeah. uh, Benny Stratton's gone pinchy-pinchy on the back of the arm. And mind you, he wouldn't have done it to anyone like Plugger or Tom Hawkins or anyone of the big calibre, Lance Franklin. He had to do it on a little midge and it's, it's it's putrid. We were at the pub on the Friday night with a few of the boys just watching the game, and we saw it, and we're going, what's it on the back of his arm? And then after a while, we realized it was pinch marks. And we were a little bit stunned. I don't know about you, but we were stunned, like, pinch marks? He hasn't I done that. And then, they, had the, then they showed the footage. Yeah. yeah. Not not too flashy, I must say, there, uh, Mr. Ben Stratton. And, yeah, got two weeks for it. I, I think that's a bit light because it doesn't – you should have got at least three. In my eyes, as a deterrent, that's theoretically only worth a week, according to the AFL. Once again, what do you have to do? They're almost afraid to rub people out for a substantial amount of time. Mm.
0: I don't know. You're, I think you're a bit soft, Perhaps I, I actually don't have much of an issue with the pinching. I'm like, whatever. Orazio Fantasia now has a couple of bruises in the back of his arm that looks like a really bad Thailand tattoo job, so... Pinching. Come on. Come on, Peps. You're tougher than that.
1: Oh, have you ever been pinched on the back of the arm like that?
0: Yeah, but you've been raised tougher than that in the EDFL. It doesn't
1: matter, mate. You get pinched on the back of the arm. That hurts. Uh, Pips, that I've hurts. Cop- Wait till your son starts pinching you on the back of it.
0: I've copped more pinches on my ass in a training session with you than, than, than Orazio took on one night. You know what? We finished the day. Have a smile, have a beer, and move on with
1: the day. Oh, it's just it's just not a good look. You know what kids are like these days. The white boots oh, come out, no, they wear no. the white boots. They wear the flu boots, they wear the flu boots. They all have oh, the mullet, no. they get the mullet. They get the dusty, they get the dusty. Oh, Next minute no, yeah. the old pinch and a punch on the back of the arm. You watch kids are gonna start doing it. I
0: don't I don't agree. Out of control. Out of control. The stomping I don't agree with. Well oh, that was King. piss Pissweek too. Pinching. Come on, Peps, you're a bit tougher than that. Nah, I just
1: think it's a bad look for the game. Uh, but, okay. Yeah, but even stomping like with all the navicular injuries that have been happening over the last number of years, good way to, to probably fracture somebody's navicular, and that's a, another perfect example. Yeah, where I agree with that. Stomping's bad. If he if he had had hurt the poor guy and and mm. done it, and he was out for the rest of the year, what would he have gotten? Maybe two weeks. Yeah, the probably. doc. Yeah, it's just been straight straight You're a flog, and for a captain, that's piss week. Mm. I hope Clarko ripped through you. <laughs> and to make it even worse, he's got shit tats. Oh yep, he looked like he, he looked like he's been um, gang attacked by a Crayola Katie, the poor bloke. I <laughs> hey, um, mind you, at the same game, at the same location, good old Marvel Stadium, security yes. guards are a bit heavy-handed, if you don't mind me saying.
0: Uh, actually, before you say anything, Peps. I'm just at your front door. You should I have a knock on the door. I have got a behaviour awareness officer standing in over this podcast tonight. Yes. To keep you in line.
1: To keep me in line. Uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny, my friend. Um, one thing I will actually say about that, um, having that behavioural officer, uh, I have one called HR and I sit with HR now, so I'm a very good boy. I'll make sure I, I dot my I's, cross my T's and not get myself in trouble anymore. But, uh, you know what, this is my time to let it fly. I do, I'm going to the footy this weekend, going to go watch the D's in the Jesse Hogan Cup. Going to be a corker of a game. But this yes. is, once again, and, uh, Pete, it's, it, where, where does political correctness you, stop, you,
0: mate? Peps, you will never see a behaviour awareness officer or the security guards in the MCC section. That'll never happen.
1: No, of course not. We self-police.
0: Or you sit oh, there and go, exactly.
1: "Excuse me, sir, with the tweed jackets and the nice cap. Can you please stop profaning from number four with that a profanity language, while I'm eating my cheese and cucumber sandwich and having my nice glass of, or oh, sorry, my nice cup of tea? That's what we do in the MCC.
0: I actually, I don't know um,
1: what you do down at Alberton Oval, but that's what how we handle ourselves in the
0: MCC. If these people were at Albert and Oval, there wouldn't be." Uh, a crowd at all, like they were, well, like there wasn't. Unless party.
1: they all got day release.
0: <laughs> but, um, look, I think, I, th- I think Gil McLaughlin has come out and done the right thing. He's like, look, wasn't my call, but trust me, I'm all over this now, and, and, and it was a bit too much.
1: I can't take that bloke seriously anymore.
0: I know, but I think this... But what did it take? Tell me, we've what we've got got did it take? Why did it take four days now. for him we've to say to something? Go. We've got to let him go. I think this one here is, he's probably, did have absolutely no visibility over this.
1: Uh, last time I checked, which stadium did it happen at?
0: Doesn't matter. He doesn't run We're stadiums. Marvel? He doesn't run stadiums. Who
1: owns Marvel Stadium?
0: Doesn't matter. He doesn't, he doesn't I hope you're right,
1: at the it. AFL. Can it I ask a question? Mean, do we have any of these other issues at any other stadium it this week?
0: doesn't matter. He doesn't run yeah, You know
1: what? It, it comes from the top. You know what it's like. You've been around the traps long enough. You might not I be... Yet. When the message comes down, the message comes down. And tell me that guy who looked after and he had the CEO, whatever his name was, he made that direction without any push from the AFL. If you can honestly believe that, you are a true blue Port Adelaide supporter.
0: Look, I, I, I'm with you in terms of, he's probably said, look, let's not beat around the bush. There have been lots of fights at the footy this year, yeah? Oh, there's been a couple. Yeah. You can't, like, we've seen on Snapchat um, and other social media outlets, Lots of these fights just becoming absolutely full blown. You've got chairs being thrown through windows. You've got people fighting over kids and young families.
1: Not a street fight at WrestleMania Seventeen, my friend. <laughs> Where are they throwing chairs? <laughs> when did they throw chairs?
0: Up in the um, up on up on level two in one of the corporate. Uh,
1: I was at the Medallion Club one from last year. Correct. Yeah.
0: No, no that's this just don't sell beer.
1: Just don't sell beer during the game, or you can't take beer back to your seats.
0: No, that's, that's going too uh, hard. Well, that's what they do
1: in the EPL.
0: It's going. That's going too hard, though, because you just have a skin full before you come to the game. So be it. Um,
1: you sometimes have to. Yeah, you know the price of beer at footy these days? I know. Four beers, you can buy a slab. <laughs> Especially <laughs> I, if it's at MCC lager, which is absolute shit house.
0: I am absolutely with you that I think... Uh, Gil has probably said something, but I think that the Marvel boss or the Marvel Stadium boss... or. Whoever has gone and and has bumped up the security to a probably a stupid new measure.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened. And um, yeah, we'll just see what wasn't happens the, over the next couple of weeks. I reckon.
0: Wasn't we'll a good see. look. It wasn't a good look of people. We well, you, you, you don't you don't they don't show it in the crowd. Um, but I mean, if they get that example we saw today. Um, and last night on the couch, and that's what you chose about security guard. I
1: was about to say, <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I have seen in ages. The funniest, If you have a look, the two guys are wrestling. The emergency umpire's there. He's getting in like a... It was almost like a wrestling ref, just looking over the top, going, okay, shoulders down, he's got the pin. And next minute, it's almost like someone's running off the back because Vince McMahon's been in the gorilla position and going, go, 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 on, 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 you know, jump in. We'll make it a run-in. We'll make it yeah. a schmoz. Yeah. And he's come from nowhere. Like to stop the fight. Now that just goes to show, like, they got no idea. And the director, and, the, and make it matter was it was in Tasmania. Which puts another thing in perspective. Yeah, that was that was a cock and balls big time, wasn't it? That was hilarious. That was quite funny. That was Quite funny. But hey
0: security guard, come on, know your place, mate. Know your place. Know, know
1: your place. Well, if you talk about the security guards, um I didn't I must be. I've been at uh, I haven't had a chance to hear what Gill said in his press conference today. Yep. What was what was his consensus? What was it what was his apology? What did it consist of? Was he shocked by it? Has there been a directive? What, what can you shed on that?
0: Uh yep. So this is I'm just gonna sort of ad lib a bit about what he said yep so he has come out into the press conference and uh he has come out and he said that my personal view is that they're not always is that they're not right and they should go. That's part of the discussions that we can have with our venues yep. that is the look that actually has changed for supporters and I accept that yep. that's what we have to do and have conversations with our venues and to police and the security teams to work out how we can modify that people aren't that's make sure that people don't feel threatened
1: yeah and I'm all for safety, but there is, when it goes way too far, and It's look, I reckon that the one that really shocked a lot of people, besides the security guy coming in, and turning it into a uh, a one-on-one, into a three-way dance, Yeah, was the Friday night, I think it was the Friday night footage of the Hawthorne guy behind the goals going absolutely berserk as part yes. of the cheer squad. Now, they're not exactly a, a clicky bunch, anyone. If you've been in a cheer squad, it is a very eclectic group.
0: Oh, yeah, Um, interesting people.
1: But then the security guards come along and told him to calm it down. And there was no one around him. It was all Hawthorne supporters, so they would have been thinking it anyway. So I'm not too sure what's happened there. But one of the things that he did agree with is that the behavioural awareness officers uh, will not be part of security presence any longer if he has his way. His personal view is that they should go, and I think they should go. It's just yeah, like really a a behavioural awareness officer. I thought that would be just uh, the general public. I think yes. it's also because people don't know how to self police. I think anymore.
0: Well, yeah, I agree with that, and I think that also comes back to a bit of the whole. You know, back in the day, you w- you may have would have you know stepped in a fight and, and broke it up or helped them break it up. These days, you don't know who's carrying what and what's going on. No, nah, not at all. So that there's a fear, I, I suppose, now when you when you're seeing two people punching on, that you may get glass from a third party. Yep. That is a gen- as as a as a you know as someone who's witness a, uh, a few fights. That is a genuine fear that I have. That someone could come in and actually clock you.
1: Well, that, that's just a, a scourge on society the way it is, and I think that comes a lot to the justice systems. Where well, it comes with a couple of things. Obviously, the way people are raised. I think the justice yep. system, to a degree, because yep. the the repercussions. It's almost like the AFL tribunal. The you know, the the people who get hurt get nothing, mm. and the people who do the hurting, they they get even less. Yeah. And it makes it tough. It, it's it's it, the whole joint's messed up. Yeah. And anyway, the funny thing I is, is, is that you know you I speak to a lot here. of supporters that. The game ain't great. Yeah. It's not great. It's great games, but the whole package in itself, it's not as not as sexy. I think we're too eager to, to tamper and mess around with things and just, just letting things work and, sh- and just letting it run its course. Yeah. Tweak, tweak, tweak. Yeah. If you I, tweak too much, I don't like it. Yeah. Yep. If you know what I mean.
0: I think they're going to have to, and, you know, we can talk about this, and we've talked about this lots of times, just leave the game alone for a couple of years and let it level out. They're just too, um, they're
1: just too reactive. Too yeah. reactive, big time. Hey, um, on top of that, so, yeah, it, it was pretty funny, that security guard thing. I think they've gone a little bit over. I get that. Um, What are the other things that's announced a couple of weeks ago that um, Paddy McCartan has had to take time away? Because yeah. of his concussion issues, and if you know anybody, I've had a, I've had a number of concussions before. Mm-hmm. My mum keeps thinking that I'm getting a bit <laughs> a bit you know crazy in the head, and she wants me to go get tested for um you know, see if there's been any damage. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those it's one of those things that not many people really know what the issues are down the track. Mm-hmm. And he's gone over to Chicago to see a specialist regarding his concussion. That's pretty scary. Like, when normally when people go overseas, it over to the States, it's normally for three things. To go and get their knee rehabbed,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: for end-of-season trips. Yeah. To go over and see somebody about a concussion, like, that's, to me, sounding like, on well, my second opinion, third opinion, this is my last chance to try something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When he, because um, he did that, he did that um, piece a couple of weeks ago talking about how this basically has affected, you know, not just the footy aspect, but now he's talking about his actual life. Like, you know, he can't be, and I think you even said to him, you, you can't be in um, loud environments, he's sensitive to light, um, all those types of things. And I think he's going to speak to someone over there in Chicago to just, even if he doesn't play football, doesn't, you know, even whatever happens. Yep to just get his life back on track and can start to do some of those things, you know, that that at the moment he can't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know what they talk about players getting paid, you know, huge amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And you know having having the life. Yep. Well, this is the reality check right here where it's not all sunshine and lollipops. This is a guy who a lot of the time through no fault of his own, mm-hmm. just the way that his body's built. He's also got diabetes too, so that doesn't make it easy for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And throw on the fact he was a number one draft pick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's got this much pressure on him. He could potentially have to retire from a game. He'd be, what, 20, 23 at the most? He's the same, yeah, he's the same age as Brayshaw and Petrarca because they went uh, two and three in the draft after him. This guy's this guy's life as he knows it from a professional perspective could be over
0: mm-hmm. yep
1: and what damage is this going to leave him you know getting older that's the thing that's the, that's the scary part is that don't worry about five or ten years we're talking 15 20 30 years down the track that's when you're really going to see signs yeah um, I know it's been trivialized uh the Will Smith movie concussion if you haven't seen that people go go and watch it Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it it is a very liberal take on the whole concussion issue in the NFL. Yeah, but there was one one example that they showed with a. Did you see the part they get a jar? He puts water in the jar, and then he puts an apple in the jar, and to represent like the brain surrounded by fluid, and then he shakes. The, yeah, then he shakes the jar very very hard, mm-hmm. quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. And the apple bounces back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then from the outside, when he stops it, from the outside the brain looks fine. But when he cuts into it, it's all mashed up. Mm-hmm. And that's like the brain bouncing around in in the cranium. Yeah, it's not meant for that. And they go yeah. through quite a number of things, and it's it, it is a quite an eye opener to realise what we are doing to ourselves. So I can all these all these uh, initiatives that the AFL have brought in for head knocks, et cetera, And you see some of the stuff that was thrown around early eighties. Up until probably the mid '90s, some of the some of the roughhouse tactics.
0: Yeah.
1: Jeez, tell you what, not not good at all. But
0: so that's, also, also letting these players come back onto field when they've just been laid out ten minutes ago with their fingers and arms paralyzed, standing up, you know, standing up in the, you know, locked position, and they back on in two quarters. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, but a lot of people don't know what concussion was, what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know how they can put people back on. The times I've had it, you get cracked vision, you, all you want to do is vomit, all you want to do is sleep, which is the worst things that you could do. Yeah. You pretty much got to stay awake. So look, we, we give St Kilda a bit of stick on this podcast and they're, they're a bit of a low-hanging fruit at the moment because just of all the choices they've made over the years. And you know, other, Without St Kilda, um, we wouldn't have much content for this show, I must admit. <laughs> um, but that's a, that's a circumstance where you just hope this guy can get back on the field and get over it because... We like, you know, we like to to get stuck into players and clubs, etc. But this is a certain example. You don't want anything to go wrong with him.
0: No, and this is a direct quote from him. He said, "You know, I've lost my 40 identity a bit, but I've also lost a bit of my identity as a person as well. So that's that's serious. That's that's sad. The 23 year old is feeling like that. Yeah. So yeah, best of luck to him.
1: Uh, best of luck to him. Hey, I'm um, just some breaking news too, by the way. We know that uh, a certain club dressed in the red and blue has had some dramas up forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we've actually, they've actually made some coaching changes Oh, yep. Um, so just a bit of a heads up Melbourne has taken the bold and unusual step of revamping their coaching structure mid-season following a shocking start to 2019 under your senior coach Simon Goodwin mm-hmm. VFL coach Jade Rawlings will step aside from the Casey Demons to take charge of Melbourne's attack in a return to line coaching while Brendan McCartney will immediately move back to a development role after being the club's defensive coach in the first half of the season Max Rook, who has been the club's forward coach, is also moving back to a development role, with three former cats in Matthew Egan, McCartney and Rook, now responsible for development. Rollins informed the players at Casey Demons during training this afternoon that Sam Radford would take over the reins of coach of the VFL team after the AFL coaches, and the players were informed of the shift in recent days, and that's come through via The Age. Um, hmm. All I can say is about time. Because um, Rawlings was doing great things with the hard. forwards last year and he went and coached his own team in his own right and they've done something about it now. It's too late. We know that. yeah. But they've realised that there's something wrong and we've had to ch- change it. Now, whether there's going to be wholesale change at the end of the season is another thing altogether. Because you know, there's, there's got to be a date. Is it the 1st of August or 1st of July that they have to let assistant coaches know whether they're going to be continuing the next year? Yeah, it's a four-week rule, isn't it? So it might be the start of August. They have to let any assistant coaches know that their contracts won't be honoured for the next year. So it'll be interesting to come out of it. Jade Rawlings was fantastic for the D's. If uh, for the Melbourne listeners out there, leave a comment on the Facebook page, uh, lace our podcast on Facebook, and they'll say the same thing that he's been he's been a massive loss for us since he's been out of the out of a, a line coach and had to move on to his own team. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's an interesting one. And it'd be, it'd be funny because they're going to be playing Fremantle this day, this week. And one of the changes that they made was getting rid of one of their big boys, good old big Jesse Hogan, to go over to Fremantle, who had an all right game on the weekend. Seventeen touches, three goals, racked up fifteen and fifteen and a bit k's, which was a sec, which was actually the highest. Was actually more than Brad Hill. That just shows how much he runs. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's next, mate?
0: What's next? Where do I want to go now with the next one? Let's go the Jordan Stevenson. Let's let's go there, Peps. Okay. The Jordan Stevenson betting scandal. That is, I suppose it's a bit, it's it's a bit new. So there's there's not a whole lot of information other than there was an irregular, um, some irregular betting patterns. Yep. Um, and his name has been brought up either as placing a bet or something to do with him. Do you know any more than that? No, look,
1: I haven't been able to find too much. All I know is, is that he apparently placed the bet in his week off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where it's sitting at the moment. But really, can you... Are we surprised that this is happening? Really, no. you think about it. Really? It's, it's, it's the biggest scourge... If you listen to the interview that we did... I did with um, Grant Thomas last week. If you have a chance, have a listen to it. He was really insightful. This is one of the things that he came up with. He actually said that um, drugs are in the off-season, gambling on the in-season. That That's the that's the two vices that the players have. They get on it, they get on the whatever's in the off-season and in the in-season it's gambling. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out some of the places that you can go and find out some of the rumours, et cetera, going on around it. Who's in massive debt? And I'm not going to mention any names here, mm. but there's players in a lot of debt, lots of debt, and some of the stories that are being thrown around, are quite scary in terms of you know who's holding them up and trying to get the money out of them as well.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's tough. And then this is where it starts. And a little bit here, a little bit there, you win, and it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, you know, if you listen to David, read David Schwartz's book and figure out what he did and how he yeah. started and, and the stuff that he got into. Jeez,
0: it's um. Look, I think it's all a bit. I mean, like, how we say it, Peps. I know we say it all the freaking time, but how dumb can you be as an AFL footballer? Like, you know the rule, you know the code of conduct. And what makes it worse is it seems to be he's put a bet under 50 bucks on his own team. Is that what he did? Yeah. That's the report. I don't know if that's absolutely true, but that's what Sam McClure has gone with. Um and then Gil McLaughlin today in his present in his uh press conference about the security wouldn't confirm or deny um or you're saying that he that that this is with the integrity department at the moment come on Jaden Stevenson come on man
1: like what would you say to him like what what could you say if he said I didn't know mate you are dumber than I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, well I'd, look, I'd, I'd, as an example, Heath Shaw uh, did it and got in 2011 and got eight game ban.
1: Yep. And Jake Melksham did the same. It might have been last year or year before. Mm-hmm. He was betting not on his own game, something else. So he copped a ten thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Will they do the same thing? They have to hit them hard. They have to hit these guys hard. Yeah. What's the deterrent?
0: But then at the same time, I I agree. But at the same time, what's the point? Like, you know, it's understood that he's on a base contract of $130,000 plus $5,000 match payments. And he's also in line for a $12,000 bonus for playing more than 11 senior games in 2019.
1: Oh, and also he was the rising star the previous season.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's not including any endorsements that he might have outside of the game. Correct. How old is he? 19? 20?
0: Probably 20. Yeah. not struggling. No. No. Not at all. So, I don't get it. Why? <laughs> You've got so much money. Why do you have to gamble? Why do you have to gamble? Just go to the ATM.
1: <laughs> Post it to me. Support us. Be, become a Patreon sponsor. We haven't got it, but we will create it just for you, Jaden Stevenson. You give us 100 bucks a month. Probably a lot less than you're going to cop in a fine. We'll take it. Uh, yeah. Do you know what we could do with a hundred bucks a month?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Dude, we could have our own like recording studio in Bali. We
0: could, we could, we could, like, I don't know. Go, go and give someone your pin number, and see if they come back with money and how much they're going to come. I don't know. Just come on, Jane Stevenson, and think about something different.
1: Man, this is almost a fry pan. This is almost a, this is almost a griddle. It's not an official fry pan. It might be more of a griddle. But that's just <laughs> that's just poo. That's what I think about it.
0: Bang. All right. All right. Uh, Do we want to go there? Do we want to go straight into the fry pan today?
1: I think we're going to go into the fry pan. I'm keen for the fry pan. Let's do it. So, uh, fry pan this week. That was an angel fry pan.
0: I know. Where was it? Where was it? Hold on. I'm trying to find it. it. The there we
1: is. There we go. We had the wrong sand in the fry pan, um, this week. There we go. So we have got the fry pan's back. Um, look, I think when it comes to the fry pan, there's only one person we can really put in it this week. Jeff Kennett. Mm. I don't know if you've heard recently, but Jeff's had his opinion on the security guard issue, um, earlier, earlier today, or earlier this week, and again today. And look, I'll I'll, I'll put it. I haven't got the exact words in front of me of what he said, but it was along the lines of new Australians who are security guards, probably could tell by the darker ethnicity of these people, uh, may not understand the fullness of the game. And that's why they've gone a bit hard on the supporters, etc. I agree with him wholeheartedly. Hmm. But when he said New Australians, it was like, dude,
0: what are you
1: on? Like, you know what the world's like these days. You only have to sniff or cough or squirt the wrong way and people are going to be coming down on you like a house of bricks. The fact that he then doubled up again this morning and said, no, 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 I, what I said was actually true. I stand by what I said. I'm not trying to be racist or anything. But yeah. And then eight hours later, he's come out with an apology on Twitter after speaking with Gilliam McLaughlin, to say that, you know, I'm very, very remorseful for what I did and it uh, wasn't the right way that I was trying to portray myself, etc. Yeah. So he said it once, he doubled up, and then eight hours later he said, no, no, no I'm totally remorseful, made a mistake, etc. <laughs> like, dude, you, what are you trying to do?
0: Like, the you, thing, you're the fucked thing up. is, though, if you're you start up. a conversation or you start a comment and you're going to say, I'm not racist, but, but that is now... Never- <laughs> That is not a great way to uh, to come into a comment you're about to make. Like me
1: saying, Jamie, you're a great bloke, but Yeah. You know, Nothing ever good happens after the butt. It's like well, it's like Sam Newman says, nothing ever happens after nothing ever good happens after midnight.
0: Yeah. It's like Ned Stark from Game of Thrones, still horseshit before the butt.
1: I like that. Horseshit yeah. behind the butt, yeah. You know, it's also horseshit. The ladder at the moment because my team are down the bottom of it. Hey, let's have a quick look at the ladder.
0: Okay.
1: Um, after round thirteen, heading into fourteen, the last of the mini rounds. Um, I said it during the week on the on the, the Facebook page. Uh, there's not going to be a change. That that final eight is fixed. I, I can't see it's a change. Last week. Pardon? is
0: said that last week?
1: Yeah. And what changed?
0: Well, it did change. What changed? jumped. Freya jumped port. Adelaide, Adelaide jumped up
1: mm. Oh no, the positions might change But the, the final eight itself Yeah,
0: it'll change again
1: You reckon it'll change? I, I, look, I think it's only the top nine Essendon won't make it They're poo St Kilda, we know St Kilda, they're poo mm. Hawthorne, they're poo North, poo Bulldogs Poo, Sydney Getting better, but poo Melbourne and poo Gold Coast and Carlton Well, yeah, don't have to say much about that But yep. um. Yeah, I, I think it's only the top nine. Port, look, it'll either be Port or Fremantle. I just think Fremantle at home.
0: Correct. I, I, th- I think, I think Free are a more polished product than what Port is. Port are a polished turd, but Frio are a polished team. Yeah.
1: Melbourne, um, Melbourne have beat them this week.
0: Come on, Peps.
1: No, you heard it here first. You heard it here first.
0: Come on. Um, that's just, that 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 is as dumb as me putting putting boots on and playing football. Uh, I, know, I, listeners, have you ever
1: seen a newborn giraffe play football? That would be what Jamie looks like. Um,
0: I what, I you, no, Pep, you, you take that back. I reckon if, it, if, you, if, you, need it, if you need it, what do what the Cougars play in what, what league?
1: What EDFL, division? Estland what District what Football division? League. What division? What do you mean division?
0: Division, Oh, sorry, oh uh, second, division. Division, two, second division. Second division. Second division. Is your reserve seem any good? No, they are good. The reserves teams are really good. Haven't lost a game. They played the second
1: team on the weekend, 1 by 100.
0: I did see see that. I was just thinking, like, hang on, you guys have won by an average margin of, like, 80, 90 points this season. Yeah.
1: And the thirds are even on top as well. So that could be a good weekend.
0: One day, if there's a listener out there who needs someone to fill in, you're going to have to supply absolutely everything to me, but I'll play a game.
1: (laughs) You know what? If I get fit after this foot operation i will match that it won't be this season but i see next year we play a game play thirds we don't want to, we don't want to we don't want to you know peak too early
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll play thirds get some cameras out we'll film it we so might have to, to live podcast bit. from the game
0: well you are probably fine but i need i need year so if that. asics are out there that want to sponsor someone who hasn't played football for 20 years
1: yep yeah, we need some sponsors. Hey, if you want to sponsor the podcast, get in contact with us. Lace Out Podcast on Facebook or our Twitter handle or laceoutpodcast at gmail.com. The more ask, sponsors we get, you know, imagine what we could do. We could turn this into um, you know, Jamie like a Palutza.
0: Like a, like a challenge?
1: Oh, will be a challenge. We have to start challenging.
0: Where would I play, Peps?
1: Oh, you'd, you'd be... You know where I can see you floating well, we across can... off. huh? Yeah, on the wing. Yeah, on the wing. The decoy.
0: Who does the wing?
1: They, they run. They they just run all day.
0: If people want to okay, if people want to want to hire my services, you're gonna have to supply absolutely everything. Oh, we will. We
1: can do that. We can supply yeah, everything. In, um,
0: terms and conditions on my contract.
1: Might be able to go down to the shop and buy some uh, carriage, but we'll be able to look after you. um, <laughs> hey, right. uh, so all right, we'll lock that in <laughs> for next year. <laughs> okay, 2020, Lock it cool. in, Ed. Right. Hey, a couple of things I want to quickly whip through. Um, Adelaide smashed Richmond. Yes. How good was it to see again? Richmond losing again.
0: It's Adelaide. Though. I love it.
1: It's nah, they're going alright at the moment. Adelaide peaking along. We, we yeah, no, they're them. going wrong. They're going okay at the moment. They are going. Yeah, no, they're going okay. They're they're not too shabby. They've um they've won the last three. Richmond have lost their last three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richmond do get a bit of a respite this week because they do play. Uh, they, they're up against the bye. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, no St Kilda. Um, and Adelaide played Geelong, so that's going to that's going to be a nice tester. Both those teams, but I think um, Adelaide first playing fourth, fourth of this week mm-hmm. is um, going to be an interesting one. Um, yeah,
0: this yeah, Stack and Eddie Betts hug.
1: Oh, I loved it. Ripped. Nah, Betts I loved it.
0: I, I'm, I'm with you, Peps. I loved I'm
1: it. No, nah, well, I didn't like. I didn't chub up, but I thought you know what? There's two blokes who were just, you know, the 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 young buck against the uh, the old stallion. And he just did what he did. It was no, it was it was really it was really nice to see. I was I was happy for it because you know what that's what footies was about.
0: Yeah. And if, the game was done.
1: You know what? It's like when a tennis player smashes one between the legs and it bypasses the other player and they give it a clap. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And then they go yeah. back and want to smash the crap out of each other. So no, we should. There, there are
0: people out there who think <sighs> you cannot smile on a footy field, you cannot chat to a person on the footy field. There are people out there like
1: that, Mate, We've just moved into a, a one hundred and twenty odd million dollar brand new building at work. And mm-hmm. all people can complain about is the lifts.
0: No, it's always the lifts. It's always, it's the, always lifts. the lifts. So, like,
1: really, you 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 you're going from third world building to you know modern, massively mm-hmm. modern bells and whistles everywhere, and oh, the lifts aren't fast enough. How many lifts you got? Oh, four. How many do you need? Doesn't matter. Four.
0: Four's, uh, four's way more than these things.
1: Oh, just people have got just whinge. You know what it's like we do it every week on this podcast. We whinge oh, about. No. Useless things. Hey, um, Essendon versus... I picked the Hawks to win last week. I can't believe Essendon won. Just because Essendon is so unreliable. But they've won their last two. Hawthorne have lost their last two, so the writing should have been on the wall there. Uh, we know that was Pinchgate. Yeah. Um, can't believe the Saints got over the Suns. I had the Suns for that one as well too. I thought that they would have been home and hoes. On the weekend, I I thought that I really thought they would have had a great game of football though to finish it. Like, it wasn't pretty at the start, but towards the end, a nice close game. And you know, scoring wasn't too bad. Uh, Freeman will run over the top of your mob, predictable, predictable. Yeah, your handbrake went up halfway through the last quarter.
0: Well, we just decided to have to turn on goal. I mean, look. Port Adelaide can't play a game of football without having a goalless quarter in there somewhere. Fair
1: enough. You've watch, been watching too much. of Who would have thought that virtually one of the games of the year happened between Carlton and the Western Bulldogs at Etihad on Saturday night where the three point. They were down by five goals with uh, 16 minutes into the last quarter, weren't they?
0: I'm making a bad habit. I'm, I'm turning off too many games when they're getting about six goals up. And then this happens every time I've done it.
1: Yeah, good old Charlie Kernos played one of the best games of the season, apparently. Kick seven. He's a stud. He's a stud.
0: I loved him last year. I went and watched him just to watch him last year.
1: It's almost like Teague's come in and just said, Look, I'm not going to worry about what you can't do. I just want to, what you can do. Just go for anything. Just play football. Just yep. play football. Backman, stop your man. Midfielders, you get the ball. Kick it to the forwards. Forwards, kick goals.
0: I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is, I don't know if you've got a sound effect on your new little DJ, on your, on your DJ board there. Yeah. This is this is my lock. This is my ten year lock. Let's see what this button does. Nothing.
1: All right. We'll give that one a clap. We'll give that one a clap. We'll give that one a clap.
0: My ten year lock is this. Charlie Curno will be better than Kuda Fides. That's <laughs> not a joke. Say that again. Charlie Curno will be better than Kuda Fides. <laughs> He's such a dickhead. Crickets,
1: mate. Crickets. You're you just getting crickets. Oh, no way. He will be. No, nah, no way.
0: Mark my words. No, nah, no.
1: Nah. Two different players. Two need different. Find, you got to go back and watch the I 99. you change. go. go back and watch that 99 prelim final where Carlton, but you watched Kuda's last quarter. I'm telling you. That does not get you. You'll have to sit back and go. Kuda was a gun.
0: I'm telling you. I'm telling you that he'll be better.
1: Everybody tried to do the Kuda, the one-hand pickup. What are they going to do? The Charlie Kurno? What we'll get perms.
0: The closest person at the moment <laughs> to it is Bontempelli. But Charlie Curnow will be better.
1: I think you're looking at two different types of players there, my friend. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Hey, hey, I like your opinion. and um,
0: you got to come strong. you got to come strong sometimes.
1: All the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Um, all right. Uh, also, have to quickly have a chat about the other game on the weekend. North Melbourne versus GWS. Watched a fair bit of this game. It was pretty, pretty brutal. It was hard football. It was. It was like. It wasn't high scoring, but it was hard contested football for quite a number. Probably for the first. Two and a half, almost three quarters. But GWS, they just need to do what they need to do at the moment. They've won four out of their last five. Yeah. And yeah. they've got Essendon, so they've got the bye. They're, they're in a really good spot at the moment, GWS. They need to get that top two finish, but if they get that top two finish, they're going to get a home final. And Geelong, if they play Adelaide, yeah. they, they they need the ladder to finish the way it is in the top four. Because if they get anyone else but a Melbourne-based team, they're yep. going to be playing a home final. But if they get Richmond or if they get Collingwood, the only other two Melbourne-based teams in the final eight as we speak,
0: mm-hmm. they're
1: going to have to play them at the G.
0: Yeah,
1: And I agree that they should get at least their first final at Cadenia slash GMHBA slash Skilled Stadium slash Ablett Park, whatever it's called this week. I wholly yep. agree with that.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So that was the week. Yeah, and Brisbane Lions had the buy. Collingwood had the buy. Geelong had the buy. Melbourne had the buy. Do you know how calm I was on the weekend? I like my voice tonight.
0: Well, yeah. Well, Go Diggs. Oh, well. I've actually, I've actually got a test. Swans and Eagles from uh, Filet Min Josh.
1: Oh, Filet Min Josh. So we have we got a um, have we got a, a a question? Do we have a question?
0: It's more of a statement because I think. Because he's he's a he's a Geelong supporter. Sorry, not a Colin, a Geelong supporter. Yep. So you'd think that you know in his in his world, happy days, right?
1: Oh, happy days. Mm, happy days.
0: Oh, Sister okay. Act. Oh,
1: um, happy days when th- the sun th- th- is th- shining.
0: Th- How good th- is that show? Anyway, mm. anyway, we digress again. Whoopi had
1: it, man. Whoopi had it.
0: Um. So, top of the ladder, two games clear. Happy days, no problem at all. But you know, what I said he's 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 got a long a long standing bet that Gary Rowan's season is you know it's going to be amazing. It's tracking well. He's comfortable at the moment with his mate. Yep. then he said to me though? He goes, "Football has never been more boring in my life." He goes, "I don't care. I'm winning these things. I'm winning these bets, but he doesn't care about the game. The AFL's lost it. He doesn't want to go to games anymore." He's not interested in the footy and watching more of it. He used to be a passionate supporter. And now it's just a little bit, it's a little bit dead, you know? And I'm like, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club.
1: Okay. Well, all I'm going to say is this, Uh, Josh, you're a dick and here's why. (laughs) That is the, that is the opinion of someone who has had that much success that they're immune to it. (laughs) All right. If I was in your position with my mob, I would be Chubbs farquiring it for the next six to eight years.
0: So uh, you're saying that Josh's coming a bit
1: arrogant here? Oh, ah, talk about living in your ivory tower down there at Geelong. That is a joke, Josh.
0: You are, I, might, you, I might be seeing Josh this week. Well, though. you I can
1: see be, him and you I make sure that you get be, in to listen at the 41 and 38 second minute mark of this podcast. Because that is pathetic to say that my team is on the top of the ladder, two games clear, and then to come out with football's boring at the moment. That is a man who's had life too good. That's a man who says, you know what? Do not like, uh, I do not like scotch fillet when I have been eating caviar for my entire life. (laughs) Well, you know what? We just want a taste of that caviar, my friend. That is disgusting. Josh, have a good hard look at yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um yeah, footy tips. How's the footy tips going? We're, we're almost at the we're almost at the um the end of uh tonight. Tell us about the tips. What's going on there? Okay, okay oh, so no, I don't want to talk about this in the moment.
0: Well this is a bit so Justin has has he has just come from the woods. Who's the guy who won the on the Masters this week?
1: Ah, oh, Woodard or something.
0: No, that's it. He, like him. He's just literally come from nowhere. And he has just crushed round 13. He got six tips. Six.
1: You, you can't do that.
0: He got six, Pep. He got six. Six.
1: That's, that's Six
0: freaking tips.
1: He's come from nowhere.
0: So, he's jumped you.
1: Oh, that wouldn't be hard. I got four.
0: He's jumped Love Machine.
1: Oh, Morton meets the eye. Love Machine. He got, he got five. five.
0: Tell
1: and you five. what, I'm going down faster than the Titanic at the moment.
0: You're going fast, you're going down fast in the Costa Costa, bloody, what what's it called? That frigging...
1: <laughs> <ship>? Costa Concorus. <laughs>
0: like like the captain to jump the ship. I, the, the women,
1: they push me into the lifeboat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the Justin's having a hell of a run because he's closing in on me fast. I'm on 71, he's on 68, you're on 67, and then Love Machine. Marky Mark
1: is on sixty four. He is a oh, good old funky bunch. Yeah, he's on sixty four. He, he's coming home strong.
0: I had, a, I, had a, I had a mare. I had an absolute mare this week. I had, well, I had the same
1: as you four. But hey, by the way, we're talking about coming home strong. He's uh, Love Machine's got another one, another bun in the oven.
0: Not another one.
1: Yes, the Love Machine has got another one past the keeper, and uh, he is uh, got number two on the way.
0: That guy got is that guy got a room like 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 Scrooge McDuck. What do you just, mean? Diving into, just diving into like a, like, like a pond. Nah, of
1: I think it. it's more like a, probably a mix between the red room in Fifty <laughs> Shades and the padded room in uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: So that's three for now. Is that, is that three? Nah, no, it's two. It's two. two.
1: He's two. But uh, yeah, so congratulations to him and my sister-in-law, Laola, about um, number two on the way looking at. I think it's... October, November, baby. So we're kind of we're kind of rapt about that, and uh, spring,
0: spring carnival, baby. Spring
1: carnival, baby. Probably that's what got him in. Melbourne must have, Melbourne must have won a preseason game because that's the only reason you'd be celebrating it earlier in the year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the footy tipping's going nice. Uh, like I said, it was just the two of us up there for quite a long time. But um, Justin's come home with a wet sail so far. Hey, look, is um what are we round fourteen? We've got nine rounds left. It's going to be close. It's very tight. very close. Pardon
0: because Justin was at the bottom and now he's just yeah,
1: anything can happen a, a week's a long time in football hey before we wrap up just a couple of things um, first and foremost if you didn't get a chance oh sorry first and foremost besides the first and foremost for everybody's given the feedback about my interview with Grant Thomas last week thank you very much um, love doing it uh, Jamie you've had a chance to listen to it I have yep thoughts feelings
0: he is a different bloke he is I thought he would be coming at you almost like Ricky Nixon yep even a bit more wilder, but um, no, he's he's a he thinks about what he's saying before he before he speaks it.
1: Yeah, but um, even when he first started, I knew that I was in for something. When the first comment was, uh, yeah, happy to have a great have a talk about our great game," I'm like, "Oh, you really think it's that bad?" He goes, "Well, if you could put a camera on me right now, uh, you'd see my nose is about two foot long." <laughs> and then for the next hour, it was just bag out anyone, bagged out Dimitri, you bagged out Gillian McLaughlin, bagged out the commission, bagged out. But it was really nice to hear the words that he said about uh, Luke Penny. Um, the 2006 elimination final. He was open when he found out he was going to get the sack weeks ago. It was just a matter of when, even if he'd won that final, he still would have been chopped after that. Um, What he said about Stephen Mill and Lenny Hayes, it was a really nice, just a nice chat, different type of chat, but that's what we're here for. We're trying to get those stories. So if anyone knows anyone, or you'd like to have a chat with, uh, with me in our Lace Out, uh, a chat with series, hey, drop us a line. We'd love to. So, Any requests, we'll see what we can do. Most people are pretty receptive to it, so we're happy to do it. Um, Outside of that, um, everybody's been leaving comments on the Facebook page. We love it. We will be going live. I keep promising it to you, but um, it looks like we're in a really good position to do so in the next week or so. Um, So, yep, um, looking good for that. So stay tuned. Announcements to be made. More importantly, um, which is the more important, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. And we've also now got the capability... To um, take phone calls live on the air. So what we'll yeah. do is, if you want to have a chat to us live on the air, yeah, leave a message on the Facebook page um, or send us a direct message with um, your contact details, and we'll organise it to have you as a guest voice on the LOP. Because about, uh,
0: um, and we can talk about this off later. Yep. maybe we could get a bit of a chat thing going as well. People can we can do that. Yep. Listen live. We can do all of that. Sort of oh, stuff. we can do all
1: that. We're we're going to go live. We're going to have uh, ask us what you want. We're going to have an ask us what you want episode, special live, where we will just have a couple of things, and then we'll just get people to write comments about what they want to talk about, and we'll go ahead and do it right off the Facebook page directly. We'll do that. Right. Do it. Lock it in. Um, cool. So uh, this week's games really whipping through them. Let's go and have a quick chat. Who's going to win these, Jamie? Um, Thursday night, West Coast and Essendon.
0: West
1: Coast. Uh, on Friday, Swans and Hawks. Ooh,
0: Swannies, because they've, they've found some form. Yeah, they
1: have found some form. Uh, Saturday, Dee's versus Fremantle, one forty-five. So it's an early game, meaning it's about nine o'clock in the morning for Fremantle.
0: <coughs> I think the Dee's will come. I'm oh, sorry. I think. Doctor yes, the
1: Dee's will come. Uh, then we've got the Swans versus... Sorry, the Saints versus the Lions.
0: I think the Lions will comfortably win that one. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a it's a crappy head. Uh, your mob versus the cats 7-10 You're not we'll on, you're not on we'll TV win. Are you You couldn't be on TV They wouldn't put your mob On free to air
0: Yeah absolutely Would be oh, Jesus Obviously, that, that must be We will win we'll
1: Mustn't must be a ratings win. You, You'll win Yeah we'll win that You said some silly things Tonight my friend But that's the worst no, Hold oh, on yeah. wait a second no. wrong. Oh, wrong button Wait a second wrong. Wrong. Yeah that's what we said Hold on wrong button Yeah that's what we wanted What about this one yeah, you've got the Aliens. And last but not least, Doggies versus the Pies. Yeah, I reckon the Doggies might be able to pinch that one. If Stevenson gets rubbed out, that could be an interesting one. And then you've got the Crows. The, the Crows, the Blues, Suns, Giants, North, and Richmond all have the buy. But you know who doesn't have the buy? We don't. We don't. We don't have the buy here on the Lace Out Podcast. Thanks once again. We cooked it. We're finished. We're done. 10 o'clock. This will be up and live very, very shortly. Jamie Wallace, thank you very, very much. How are you feeling right now? I'm
0: feeling good, and I'm, I'm more excited about your new bit of equipment. I know. I know. I'm to open up the podcast. Mm,
1: and mm, mm. I know. Can't wait, can't wait. Um, so we're on our way out. Uh, listeners, like I said, chat to us on the Facebook page, Twitter page, email us. Hey, Like I said, if you want to be one of our guests on the podcast over the phone, Drop us a line. We're happy to have you on. All right. More importantly, um, go D's. How do you love your football, Jamie Wallace? I like it. Lace out. Oh, yeah, listeners. That's the fry pan. That's the way we love it here on the Lace Out podcast. Have a great night, listeners.